I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hi, it's Leanne of the Remove the Guesswork podcast. Just a quick one before you listen on the episode. I want to make you aware of a a webinar that we're running on Friday the 13th at 2.30pm London UK time. The webinar is called The Corporate Athlete, How to Get Your Teams Ready for the Rigors of Business Life. And in it, we'll be discussing the concept of the corporate athlete, how you can prepare your teams by making them more resilient, by promoting well-being, making sure they look after their sleep, their mental health and their energy levels so they can be happier more productive and generally better human beings, which is great for them and great for your organization. So the way to register is to go to the show notes and click on the link or search for the Corporate Athlete Body Shot Performance Eventbrite, and that will also find it. So Friday the 13th, 2.30 to 3.30. We hope to see you there and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer and this week's an insight episode. So for regular listeners, you'll know this is a 10 minute or less episode that I do solo on an idea or some inspiration or something that's occurred to me that I think you might get value from. And if you're a new listener, welcome. I hope you enjoy the next 10 minutes. I'm talking about something in this episode very, very close to my heart, which is nature and well-being. The two are kind of mutually inclusive for me. Nature means well-being and well-being requires nature. And I am well known for going off and doing hikes. used to be just on my own because I enjoy doing my pace and sort of disappearing into my own head a little bit when I hike. But in the last 18 months, two years coming up actually, I had a dog, a Romanian rescue dog that we adopted. Her name is Cammy, and she is the wonderful addition to a hike. She is, I just love sharing nature with her. So she's also a huge part of my well-being, and, uh, and I love to share nature with her. But there were lots of studies on the efficacy of nature, of the outdoors, and the benefits that it has for our well-being. And I wanted to talk to you a bit about those today, because I feel very many of us have become quite disconnected from nature. I know some people have a real aversion to it. And in fact, for city dwellers, it might be that you never see nature very much from one day to another. It's all man-made structures. And know, wildlife is really struggling in the gardens now. We don't get out to the countryside. We may not even get into parks or see much green space during the course of a day. And I really do think that anybody who's struggling a little bit with well-being or mental health or physical health, If you were to up the amount of green space you spent time in and up the amount of nature and the number of animals that you spend time with, whether it's pets or wildlife, I'd be almost tempted to guarantee you'd get some uplift in your overall sense of well-being. That's how sort of passionately and fervently I think about this. And it's backed up by the science as well. Studies have really shown that being outdoors and being in amongst nature is good for our well-being. Here are just some of the things that being around nature can do for us, some of the benefits we get from it. And number one is that nature can be very healing. 
It's been demonstrated that just putting a single plant in a, a hospital or an office or a school classroom has been known to decrease feelings of stress and anxiety. So just having something, a little bit of biophilia, which is essentially bringing nature indoors, can make us feel a little bit better, which I think is, is fascinating. It also soothes, so it helps us to cope with pain and can act as a distraction. And that pain can be mental pain, physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain. Nature can act as a distraction to that, but can also, it can soothe us. It can be quite soothing to be out in that kind of environment. Nature can also restore. Uh, a study in mind found that 95% of people reported their move improving just by being outside. And that, that's really quite extraordinary. And I like to sort of combine this with movement because you can sit outside and be still in nature. And I think there's a huge amount of benefits for that. But if you combine it with gentle, low-level movement, you can get astounding benefits. So as well as the healing and soothing and restorative nature of nature, if you were to do, for example, a 10-minute walk fairly briskly, you would get an increase in overall mood and energy that could last up to two hours after you've done that 10-minute brisk walk. And that's a study that was found to, to, to get those benefits, derive those benefits just from a 10-minute walk, which I think is an incredible return on investment. And the same study found that if participants did the 10-minute brisk walk every day for three weeks, they had the overall effect of increased mood and energy. So it's powerful stuff. Now, that was more linked to movement. I don't believe that that particular study, they tested whether the, the differences, what the delta was between doing the 10-minute brisk walk outside, indoors, or outside in nature. But if you were to combine a 10-minute brisk walk in a green space like a park, which many of us do have reasonable access to, you could imagine it could make you feel considerably better. The other thing they found that nature did was improve focus and provides respite. And they particularly, a piece of research by Andrea Taylor found that kids with ADHD had increased attention spans later on in the day when they spent time out in nature. So that's really quite interesting. It really helped with attention as well as some of the other things we've talked about. Now, I think if we were to spend a bit longer on this topic, you'd probably find there were a huge amount more benefits of being in nature. But one thing that really concerns me is just how disconnected many of us have become um, to meaningful work, to, to purpose, to values, to nature, to animals, to each other, to our relationships, to the stuff that's really, really important. And I touched on this in an episode I did previously about junk values, and I'll link to that in the show notes. And I've just finished recording a podcast with the functional medicine expert, Pete Williams. Pete's been on the show before. And we just spent 30 minutes talking all about connection and uh, network medicine and the benefits we get of being together. It's in our DNA to connect with each other and to operate as a tribe. And when that starts to become disconnected, I think that's when we get real problems with our well-being. So aside from junk values, by which I mean valuing commodities, valuing items, valuing material possessions, and then finding ourselves stuck in jobs that pay us a certain salary that enable us to have those things, but we're deeply unhappy and unfulfilled and living very authentically. And that's how I found myself living eight years ago. And I made some very abrupt and, and quick and rapid changes to get out of that. And now at hindsight, I can see that they were junk values that I was signing up for. I didn't necessarily see that at the time. I just knew I had to get out of it. But junk values really propel us towards making bad decisions. You know, advertising tells us we need certain things in order to be sexually attractive, in order to find a, a happy relationship, in order to be valued in society and successful, you know, cars, holidays, 
things, lots of tech. They're just things. As everybody, once you start to mature, start, well, not everybody, when you start to mature and you realize that these things are far from important, what's really important is sucking the marrow out of life, as Thoreau said. It's about living considerately and truthfully and mindfully and putting value in things that that aren't necessarily material. You can't necessarily see them like connected relationships, deeply connected relationships. And when Pete and I spoke just now in an episode that will go out on the 4th of March, which is a Wednesday, it's our longer form episode. So keep an eye out for that. Pete was talking a lot about tech and touch. You know, the more tech we have in our lives, the more we have to make conscious effort to get more touch in. What he means by that is tech can be connecting. You know, it can be great to have a Facebook profile so people all over the world can see what you're up to and comment and like and share. But if we are increasing the amount of tech we have in our lives, we also need to increase the amount of human contact, whether it's physical touch or it's eye contact it's conversation, it's sharing, it's having a depth of emotion or depth of relationship. And I completely agree with him. I think we need to make sure that we've got an equal balance of those. And if we get too much tech and too much isolation or what Pete describes as social disinhibition, then we won't necessarily be happy and have good well-being. We've got to counterbalance the tech with the touch and make sure that our values are solid values on which to build a life around and not junk values. And I think nature, to come back to the real purpose of this, is a wonderful way of reconnecting. I reconnect with myself when I'm out in nature. I connect with the dog, Cammy. I'm connecting with wildlife, with the environment, with the physical ground that my feet touch, with the sun that I'm standing under, no matter how sh- sh- brightly it may be shining or not, with the sounds of birdsong, with other animals and possibly even other walkers who are exercising their dogs or just enjoying a walk in nature. So for me, it's profound. It's a profound part of my well-being. What about you? How where does nature fit in with your overall sense of well-being and if it's important to you, can you get more of it into your life? You know, can you cultivate a garden or even have plants on a windowsill, bring some plants into the house? I think it's a really important point to give thought to. So that's it for this week. The nature or importance of nature and where it fits in with our well-being. If you've enjoyed this, please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing it. And of course, send me your feedback. I love getting the emails and the comments. Let me know what you think of this episode. My email is leanne, which is L-E-A-N-N-E at bodyshotperformance.com. And I will speak to you next week. Thanks very much for listening. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on take the test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.